0: start recording <laughs> okay cool so uh we're gonna spotlight here josh crib okay i'm gonna jump back and forth with the pin here um josh if you can have your camera on that'd be cool if not that's totally fine too so uh, we're gonna we're gonna spotlight josh here as a new agent now josh has had uh some an awesome uh, an awesome time here in a short time at SLS um in August he had let me see this uh, in August he had um over uh, almost 30,000 in ultimate annual premium so that's not submitted that's ultimate right so um Josh is well on his way to being a half million a year or more uh producer and definitely on his way for for leadership here and everything else so i'm just gonna ask josh some questions today about how he's done it and uh, i had the, the pleasure of being able to meet josh and his dad and his fiance and uh, and well wife and and everything else so uh josh without further ado i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it in here and i do have those dude i'm not lying about the shirts i i gotta i gotta pick them up and so i went to go get them and then I, I had my COVID shot, and then I, I had to get somewhere, and I couldn't like run across. It was, it was that's all right, man. Um, so here, so we're gonna we're gonna get you here. And all right, so Josh, first, um, man, your your activity is always like at the top. You know, your your effort is super high, and you will apply uh, what you learn. So, what drives you to put so much effort in? like every single day? Cause it's not just like one day here, one day there where you, you know, hey, I feel like doing this today and I don't, it's like every day you you push, you start early, you finish later on. What drives you to do that, man? Honestly, I just feel, uh, I'm the type of guy that I'm kind of
1: like a workaholic. I like to, uh, I like to put all my effort into things that I do. I don't like to do things, you know, half ass. I would say. Um, I don't know I just feel guilty if I if for an example if I have uh if I get off at five o'clock even if I have six hours of talk time it just it's something that eats at me on the inside that tells me you know you need to get back on there you need to keep working it's uh it's more of a guilt thing that I think I got from my dad uh a mental thing I think
0: yeah well you know knowing him I can see how he put that work ethic in you because you know your dad's uh energy was was you know was super high and he seems like a super hardworking guy. And I can definitely, can definitely relate to that. Uh, what are some of your, your goals that you have for yourself and, uh, and and your family?
1: Uh, um, my goals are eventually I want to get me a nice piece of property, get a nice house built on it, something that I can, uh, raise a family on. Maybe, uh, you know, have some, uh, horses, cows, everything like that. You know, my dream, maybe a couple boats, uh, but really, my dream is just to have a stability, a stable home. You know, I, I'd never want to be that 50 year old man that's just looking, you know, paycheck to paycheck, wanting to just have, you know, worrying about where my next check is going to come from or anything like that. I, I just want to be make sure that when I whenever I get older, I have a stable household for me and my family.
0: Cool, man. Well, you're putting all the action in to to, to make that happen for yourself. And you. the huge thing, too, is you, you apply. Uh, apply what you learned there. Now, what was the biggest challenge that you faced as a new agent? So when you were a new agent, what was the biggest challenge that you faced? Hmm, That's a good question. The biggest challenge that I I think I faced
1: as a new agent was uh, coming in because I had previous sales experience. So coming in thinking that I knew more than I did. So expecting to do better than what I first started off doing. And then having you shadow me for a couple of days really taught me that, you know, there's a lot more to learn and uh, always keep an open mind for stuff like that. Because uh, even if you even if you know you think you know everything, there's always more out there that you can learn and uh, apply to make yourself even better.
0: Cool, man. I love that. And that's actually what you just told me that I didn't know that. So I just learned that. And I think. What's really helped you too in that aspect to progress is saying I don't know everything, because that's a barrier to learning, right? If we say I know everything about this, you, you're not open to, to new to new stuff. And you came into every situation with intention to pick something like you you you're like I want to learn this, I want to learn this thing, and I'm open to it. And I think that's a that's a huge thing for you as a new person is saying, hey, I'm completely open minded. Um, I underestimated what it was going to take for me to, to, for me to make this happen. And I, and I have exact, I know what I want to take out of each of these uh, sessions and talks that we have. Um, How do you keep a level? Like you're, you're a really level headed guy, right? Things happen. And, and you, you um, I've been told this about me too, where it's like something happens and people are like, dude, how do you stay, Say focused, right? I've got Landon who was like, man, when you were like about to go under in business, how, how were you like happy every day? I would have been sick and like to my stomach. And I've noticed with you, like, you know, we had an issue with Vanilla Soft with you, with your state projects. We, you've had issues with policies. You've had this. And I have never heard you literally once m- complain about anything or make an excuse at all ever. And a lot of that comes from just keeping a level positive head and mindset. So- um how how do you how do you do that man because you know it's hard as a new agent things happen you get discouraged and i've been there and 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 you're a bigger man than me because i was i always make excuses blame this and that i've never heard it once out of you no complaints how do you keep a level head
1: uh honestly you got to surround yourself by people that will always bring you up so uh anytime i get down or anytime like for example last week it for some reason it felt like pulling teeth to get every sale that i had it was probably one of my hardest weeks here at sls And uh, anytime I would get down, I'd reach out to you, I would reach out to my buddy Joe, or, you know, my wife, she would be right there and uh, just talking it through with them and, you know, or my dad, for an example, and they would just let you know, hey, everybody has a bad week, it doesn't matter what job you're at, you could be literally a stock performer and make millions of dollars, and you're gonna have one week where you don't make a million dollars. It's just gonna happen. There's nothing that you can do to uh, make sure that every week is perfect. But if you do majority of the time, if you keep a level head and you keep a uh, you know a good positive mindset, the next week will make up for the week before. For an example, this week I'm already have. It's Wednesday. My AP is already better than what it was for the whole week of last week. Wow. So you just got to keep a positive mindset and keep moving forward and surround yourself with people that'll help you bring you up when you get down. I love that, man. Cool. And I thank you for that. And you have honestly done an amazing job at that for me. Anytime that I have, uh, you know, if I need to vent or I need to, you know, just talk to
0: somebody, if I reach out to you, usually that, that helps me a lot. Awesome. Cool, man. Thanks. For, thanks for that. Um, and it's good that you have that support system. So anybody listening to this, make sure you you have that support system. And I think a, uh, one thing I take out of that, too, is um, and guys, you may take this as well, is is sometimes we think the battle is the war when we're when we're actually just fighting battle. So you can lose a battle here and there and still win the war. Right. It's just important that we win more. We win more battles than we lose. So yep. like last week, that was a, that was a, in your head, a lost battle for you. Right. Yeah. You learn from it, but you're like, Hey, I'm still going to win the war, man. Right. And now this nope, week is nope. the battles on top. Cool. Look at the end game. Not the, uh, not the small picture. Look at the big picture. Awesome. Cool. So that keeps you level headed then guys. So keep yep. your eyes on the, on the big picture there. Um, and what helped you the most as a new agent? So as an agent, what, what helped you the, the most get to, uh, cause you, you, you progress pretty fast. I know, I know what, I know what one thing, a person, a character trait that helped you was just, work it get put in the effort right it's and and you work like it's not hard like it's not you just apply effort because it's something that you want to do feel guilty if you don't but what's something that that really really helped you um go from having a good week to to having many good weeks because it's not luck anymore you know where you were calling the same leads we're all calling the same people you were in the trenches in the in the tough lead project so so uh what helped you the most keep those good weeks consistent so it wasn't roller coaster I'd say uh, there's two major things that I think
1: uh, help me keep my mindset and help me uh, keep doing good, uh, you know, good weeks after good weeks. And the first thing I would say is previous experience. Uh, when you work hard jobs before you get an easy, not not necessarily an easy job, but something where it's not so physical.
0: more mental Yeah, than- <laughs> I know what you meant. Yeah. Uh,
1: I used to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to go work construction and use a pickaxe on lime rock that was already been tam- uh, tamped down and oh every spot stuff in your eyes and it would be 4.30 in the morning. It was miserable and I didn't get off until 4.30, 5.30 every day. So doing stuff like that and then coming to something like this, all you got to do is kind of just put yourself back in that spot and be like, okay, what would you rather do? Would you want to <laughs> go back out to that or how do you like sitting inside just making phone calls, clicking a button all day? So that definitely helped. And then I would say the upline support from SLS is the best that I've ever, out of any company I've ever been at. Um, you guys, you, James, Grant, all the motivation that you guys give out every morning uh, throughout the day and all the teamwork that we have, like Latouris. I was having a bad day one day and Latouris at five o'clock, it's almost like she read my mind, posted a nice long script of uh, how to just keep your mindset going, how to uh, don't, let, don't end on a zero day and all that actually helps me out a lot. So the team support and then the upline here at SLS is the best I've ever seen.
0: Awesome. Cool, man. And, and you're going to get support as much as you, uh, as much as you, you know, you invest time um, in yourself there. So, uh, and also um, I know, uh, Zach too has been, a, I know nothing was, was missed in, in shouting out, but that, I think Zach's been a big, big help to, uh, to all of us yeah, as well. Making yeah. sure that, that um, you know, he's definitely filled the position there and, and sacrificing his time and, and production to make sure that, that you are, uh, that you're taken care of. So a yeah. uh, couple things, just share some tips that you have for, for some people that are just starting or maybe people who have been here for a little while and are like, man, this guy comes in, um, he's crushing it. And, and, and I, and I want to, I want to learn because obviously if, if someone, if you, if someone's somewhere and then they want to be somewhere else, they're, they, they're missing some information on how to get there or they haven't, haven't applied it yet. So any tips yep. to some new people coming in or maybe some more experienced people who may be kind of struggling a little bit. What really
1: helped me take me to the next level of my sales here is, uh, finding out their main need on why they need uh, life insurance. Uh, really drilling on that and hammering it over and over again throughout the entire presentation that has helped me close sales without really any objection at the end. Sometimes obviously you'll get the people that want to think about it or want something mailed, but the percentage goes down dramatically whenever you hammer the whole, whole entire time, why they need that insurance and you keep iterate reiterating it and going over it again, that has helped. And then this week I kind I've, use the script pretty much verbatim but I kind of started coming away from the middle part after the presentation and just kind of doing my own thing once I get to the uh quote but I've been going back to the script and reading it verbatim and that has actually helped me close a lot of sales this week and get the e-checks without worrying about um any objection because the script is uh pretty much designed to cover any objection that might come up before the close before you even get to the close so that has helped me tremendously this week for
0: sure okay cool and so what do you mean by by kind of going and doing doing your putting your own spin on it because we all have our own styles of selling right so that's written from kind of like a style that i I mean i wrote that with the contributions of other people here so we all have our own things that we say own things that we might say so what do you mean by that so uh
1: when I first started, the first couple of weeks I was here, I would read their script verbatim all the way down to the end, all the way down to the close, do the uh, the loop if I if I needed to. And then I started, as I got more comfortable with it, I would start after asking them about, um, grab a pen and a piece of paper. After that point, I would just kind of take it on my own and, you know, just try to wing it, which works but it doesn't work as well as repetition so that repetition of finishing the script over and over and over again has helped me kind of dial in on what works on it and what doesn't and then use that to uh, help myself close more deals
0: okay cool and i'd Instead love of to... to just wing it yeah cool man so what would be cool to do is it's just send me an email if you can of like, Hey, this worked for me. And I yep. found this didn't really work for me. Yep. And then we can look at that and see, Hey, do we have similar feedback from other people or do people feel like, Hey, the thing that Josh said didn't work for them worked for, worked for me. Yeah. Um, awesome. So thank you. So essentially it's saying, Hey, be, being consistent and do and be consistent and do, and do the same thing over and over and over again and uh, learn, learn what works for you, what you like and, and what you don't and follow a structure. Uh, so that you can know how to make changes is that does that make sense Yep. yep. okay cool awesome so what i want to do here is uh open this up for anyone and anybody if, if you you miss i at 803 803 i clicked to let everybody in and i've been i've been uh have uh, talking to josh here i wasn't paying attention to the waiting room but it is being recorded so i can i can, I can send you the recording um this is some this is good stuff here this is gold maybe platinum. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I want to ask anybody else to come off mute and ask Josh some questions. So raise your hands and then in Zoom or Zoom land or, or whatever, and, or throw something in the group chat and uh, type a question. If you're at your computer, if you're driving, then um, don't do that. Just put your hand up. But if anybody has a question for Josh, please, please, please uh, let's uh, get the, yes, Vicky. It's in Fitchy. You're good to go, Vicki. I can't hear you. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
2: I had to put my mic down. <laughs> okay. Um, so normally I don't struggle with talking to people. Like I'm just one of those weirdos that can pretty much talk to anybody. Um, but every now and again, I get those people that are really standoffish, really hard to pull into a conversation, really hard to get a rapport with. And I just kind of feel like I get lost in that sometimes. So when you get faced with that, even though it's like, I almost feel like I'm interviewing them and grilling them to get information. What do you do when you deal with those people? Like, you know, they need it. You know, they want to talk to you, but they're just like not conversationalists. They don't really want to give you information. Um, In that kind of circumstance, what do you like? How do you kind of broach it to break them down a little bit?
1: Uh. I try to find something that uh, they care about. So if you can hear something in the background, like a dog or something, try to find, because there's got to be one thing that they do care about, that they're willing to talk about. So do your best to try to find that thing. Now, if they're too standoffish, now everybody has a bad day, I would just set an appointment for the very next day and just try to touch base with them then. And uh, them hearing your voice a couple of times throughout the week may help open them up a little bit. You know what I mean? Instead of them just being like on that first call, you know, don't want to talk to you, don't want nothing to do with you, even though they do need it. That's that was that's what I try to do. First, I try to just find out something that they are interested in, whether it be something I can relate to, like hunting, fishing. Everybody likes to fish. Um, You know, if they have a dog in the house, what kind of dog do you have? Oh, Mm -hmm. how old is he or she? Um, Talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Children, you know, just try to find something that they really do care about and try to hammer that until you can open them up a little bit.
2: Okay. Yeah, definitely sounds good. Um, I think most of the time it's uh, just kind of comes across with their demeanor. And you're like, I just kind of freeze for a hot second. And that makes it worse. Because if you don't say anything, they're like, forget it. I don't want to talk to you anymore. So um, that'll definitely help a little bit if I can hear stuff. Sometimes they're just brutal. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there are right, some so- people out there. Yeah, there definitely is. And it's not to sound like bad, but more times than not, I get the pushback from a male than a female. It's occasional with the female because they're kind of snippy, but the guys will just be like hardcore. You could hear it in their voice. Like, what do you want? I don't want to talk to you.
1: I think that might be a gender thing because I honestly, I have a easier time talking to guys than I do females.
2: Yeah, it definitely could be because I can break the ice with females. Definitely a lot easier, but yeah, it certainly could be.
1: That might be well, like a statistics or something where uh, females like to talk to females and men like to talk to men more. I don't know what it
0: is, but I have the yeah. same issue with female. It definitely could be it. That's cool. I like that. So Josh, you find out something that they care about and, and talk about that. That's huge guys. Cause when we find something that they care about um, it, we, we automatically start communicating with them from a point of uh, uh, affinity, right. A point of, of, uh, liking something that they like. And, um, also another thing that I took away from that too, guys that you want to take, that you want to take from this is he is saying, this is going to, a sale is he's, he is anticipating a sale is going to take more work than, than he maybe than like, it's going to take like some, 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 it's easy to think like, Hey, one call closed for everybody. But what he's saying, he's assuming, Hey, I'm going to have to follow up with this person a couple of times, even if they're unresponsive, I'm gonna call him back the next day because it's just it's just saying having a higher expectation of what is required to make a sale. That way, when those easy one call closes come, it's like boom, that was easy, that was easy. And Josh is the callback king. I mean, he's gone, he's gotten plenty of sales and follow up and callbacks that have gone from what I thought would be nothing uh, into something. So you do a great job with that, Josh. And then we have Gary. What's up, Gary? morning everybody hey josh thanks for doing this i appreciate it i'm i'm experienced salesperson but brand new to uh to um this company and uh i guess my question i i knew sound like a lifelong learner so i i know you're going to continue to get better and learn but my question is how
2: long were you here before you said you know i feel comfortable i i feel like I, I i know the basics i can get rolling without anybody holding my hand or how long did it take you to where you felt you know you're coming to work and you feel comfortable how was it a day
0: a week a month i'm still nervous
1: every time i make that first phone call uh before i i don't i don't know that's kind of a tough question because uh you never want to be too comfortable. You always want to be outside of your comfort zone a little bit, because that's how, that's when you learn the most, and that's when you can uh, experience new things and try new things to see if they work or they don't. Um, I would say, definitely, I would say maybe, a, honestly, I've only been here a month, a month and a half, two months, and I'm still not 100% comfortable in what I do. I mean, I love it, but I wouldn't say my comfortability is 100%. Um, But I would say maybe a month or so after I started was when I really felt like, you know, more confident than comfortable.
0: Great. Thanks, Josh. Quick question I want to ask. Thank you. No problem, buddy. Thanks, Gary. Sorry for for interrupting there. Uh, One thing I want to ask Josh quick is how do you what's your policy that you follow to handle issues when they come up from the back office regarding deals? Because you get your stuff fixed, bro. Like. Like you, you get it handled, you reach out to the back office, you get that stuff fit, and you'll be like, Hey, I got this one, this one, this one, this one fixed before I even realize there's an email there. And it's like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Because sometimes, you know, those things can get backlogged. So what do you do? What's your policy on that? Your, your, what, what do you hold yourself accountable for to make sure that those things get, get handled so you can get paid.
1: I go through them all and I try to get a hold of the customer right away as soon as I get them. Well, don't let me lie. I do it usually within within a day or so. I, I get a hold of that customer. I do my best to to uh, get a hold of the back office and get them on the phone. And then for everyone that I complete, I just star. That way I know that it's completed. And then the rest of them, I just move to a separate folder. And then I work on them over and over and over again until I can uh, get them completely
0: taken care of. Okay. So you, you, you try to handle them right away, but you're yep. saying it may not happen for a day or two. That's yeah. huge. Immediate second. I get it. Boom. I'm going to handle it. Um, because if not, you put it off, you put it off, you put it off. Next thing you know, it's late at night. You're like, Oh my God, I got to do this. Whereas yep. If you just, if you hammer those people during the day, there's a very, very good chance of them, of them answering. Call yep. from your cell phone, call from your VoIP line. So awesome. I do the exact same thing. Yep. Perfect. Antonio, what's up, man? I have a question on, on that kind of topic. So Josh, so sometimes, you know, when somebody, when you have a customer that their policy was downgraded from a preferred to a standard, and they downgrade the face amount, now you got to call the customer. Um, and it's always not a good topic to bring up, you know, with bad news or whatever. So how would you, how do you like start that conversation? and, and give so them i have amazing
1: news. news for you miss jones we so did gonna, get you approved i would say so it's always good news never bad news never tell them what you can't do always say what you can do so first off we're doing our best to get them approved we're not guaranteeing anything we're just doing our absolute best job to try to do our best underwriting to get them approved so if it comes back and they got approved for standard and not preferred You still did your job. You still got them approved. It may have not been for exactly what you told them that you were going to try to get them approved for, but we still did get them insurance through a company, and now them and their family are taken care of. So I would start off the conversation, hey, Ms. Jones, I have awesome news. I was able to get you approved. The only thing is this came back. I don't know if we discussed this on uh." On, say it was friday on friday about this part of your health or this reason but they did downgrade the face amount just a little bit but you still have enough coverage in place to be able to take care of your final arrangements if something happened to you and we can always make this a little bit more if the budget allows so and then just give them what the new cost would be and then tell them hey we can get the policy or the face amount right back up to where it was it's just going to be a little bit more money do you want to keep it as is or do you want to you know upgrade a little bit more and then let them make that decision but always always good news it's never bad news even if they got now unless they got declined obviously then you you tell them hey unfortunately we got this uh declined on this one but the awesome news is i have this other company where it's a guaranteed issue i'll get you approved right away no issues at all no health questions nothing like that and just move right on to the
0: next one awesome man thank you You Yep. Awesome. We got time for maybe one more. Any any questions before we head to the uh, Zoom with James and Grant? Great job, Josh. Thank you.
1: I have uh, some advice on how to get more than five hours of talk time every day without any issues. Call and your dad. It, no. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you bullshit with him for a while. Um, stay on the phone all day. I know a lot of people like to take little breaks here and there, but them little breaks like Justin told us before, they add up. So if it's Mm -hmm. seven minutes here, ten minutes there, five minutes here, ten minutes there throughout the day that you're taking breaks, of course it's going to be hard to get that five hours. But if you just sit on the phone literally from – as soon as we get off that national Zoom, 930 in the morning till seven o'clock at night and you actually put in the work, you'll have more than five hours of talk time every single day. Take you a little 30 minute lunch if you like to eat lunch. And that's about it. Don't don't get up for nothing else besides the bathroom. And you'll hit you'll hit your five hours every day and your production is going to go up and then you're going to get more support to be able to get yourself at a higher uh, AP limit. So that that's my advice to everybody. Take as little breaks
0: as possible. Awesome. Thank you, Vicki.
2: Yeah, I'm with Josh on that one. Um, I actually kind of imagine it like if I was in an office and you're only allowed to take so many breaks a day, like we start at eight. I might you know, grab an extra water at 10 or I don't generally take my lunch until like one or two. And then I won't get another water until maybe like five. So I have specific times that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go get my water at this time. I give myself 10 minutes. And then I'm back on the phones, grinding every day. Like I'm here. I generally start calling like super early and go until, you know, seven, eight, eight o'clock at night, um, to make sure I get my talk time in or my dials in, which it's usually both, but, um, I'm with him on that. I feel like you have to have very regimented schedule in that aspect to make your dial times, like set your breaks. If You want one at 10 or 11 for 10 minutes, do it, make your lunchtime make your second break time and then your end of the day in order to get what you need to get.
1: And Vicky is usually always over five hours. So it's no yeah. coincidence that we both do the same thing and we both have over
0: five hours every day. So. Awesome. Cool. Thank you guys. I appreciate that. Um, everybody get off mute and say thank you to Josh. We'll give him a. Thank, a you, thank, thank you. you.
2: Thank you, Josh. Thank
0: you, Josh. Thank you, Josh
2: job,
0: All right. I'm going to end this recording here. It'll be available for you guys. And let's get to the morning, the, the regulars regularly scheduled zoom with James. <laughs>